Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. We're joined by Michael Warren, White House correspondent, senior writer for the Weekly Standard. Michael, how's it going? Uh, it's going fine, Eric. Just uh, hoping to avoid you know, nuclear war. You know, this this is the, the crazy thing. If you had told me there was a rhetorical standoff between the United States and North Korea and the leader of one of those countries had ranted on that there would be fire and fury like the world <laughs> has never known, I would have bet my house that that was the leader of North Korea. I would have been wrong. Yes, you would have. Uh, the president made that statement, uh, essentially... Uh, saying and saying very interestingly, and we have to be precise uh, when we analyze what he said. He said, "Any more threats uh, from North Korea?" He said North Korea, best not make any more threats. Right. Best uh, not. Best not. I, I kind of like that. It's like tough Queens street language there. Um, There's a certain formality to it. Right. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah. And if and if they continue. Uh, that the, yeah, the, the fire and fury and, and frankly power right of uh, of, of the United States military. Um, I mean, this is uh, this is sort of overly bellicose language. It's certainly a departure from not only what this administration has been saying, but what the last the previous three administrations were saying as North Korea inched slowly and now more rapidly toward uh, having a weaponized nuclear program um, and. You know there are those, and I think I'd probably I certainly count myself among them, and many of us at the Weekly Standard who who have criticized and thought that the strategy of the Clinton, Bush, and Obama administrations in North Korea uh, were uh, problematic. They were overly diplomatic. They were not getting the job done. Um, uh, and this is actually something that the Trump administration has been working on really since day one. It was the, it was what President Obama told President Trump as he was. In their in their meeting, uh, as they were, uh, as, as Trump was taking office, that Obama was leaving, that North Korea was going to be the biggest threat that Trump would have to face. Um, got a lot of good guys at the NSC working on this, um, but this is really uh, sort of goes beyond where even this administration was, uh, in sort of in their headspace on how to uh, deal with North Korea publicly. Uh, but I, well, and one of the things, ahead. if you're going to deal with a rogue nation that you you don't do publicly, is to make a threat that you are not prepared to act on immediately, to follow through on. I mean, conservatives mocked mercilessly Barack Obama for having made a red line and then did nothing right. when the red line was crossed. And here we have Donald Trump saying that North Korea best not make any more threats against the U.S. or there will be fire and fury. And what did North Korea immediately do? They made another threat. Made another threat they, against Guam, which right. is a U.S. territory. It has, has uh, two big major military bases on there. And you can believe that the, the military bases on Guam are on heightened alert. But, um, yes, this is, but this is the thing. This is what North Korea does. They make threats. Uh, so you, you've now seen Secretary Tillerson, who's in Asia right now, uh, so kind of walk that bat, that red line back down a little bit. And, and I think it does show, as I reported this morning, that this was not something that the administration, the White House, the national security team, broadly speaking, were prepared for. They did not think this was coming. Um, and uh, the, the White I House— I mean, the fire and fury line was not done in consultation with his best diplomatic minds? The, the White House is sort of pushing back on this, uh, kind of half-heartedly saying— uh, you know the 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 president was in touch with uh, his national security 
uh, team uh, before and after the statements were made. But, <laughs> of course, they never challenged uh, what I reported, which is that the president did not, that, that they were not prepared for him to make this public statement. And it would stand up to reason for a couple of reasons, not just because of uh, this is what I'm hearing, but this is uh, the nature of uh, President Trump's public statements. Very frequently, his staff, his aides, his administration officials do not know what he's about to say. And secondly, again, uh, I remember, and I honestly, I can't remember which of these North Korean nuclear or North Korean missile tests this was, but sometime earlier in the administration, I want to say it was in January, maybe early February. Uh, the uh, I, I talked to an administration official. I said, well, is there going to be a response to this? This was sort of an act of aggression by North Korea. They launched a missile. I think it landed somewhere in the Sea of Japan. Um, and the uh, the response was, look, this is what North Korea does. They want to be paid attention to. They want to. Have it. Now, does that mean that this is what the official says? Does that mean that the military is not uh, re- responding intelligence is not doing there's all kinds of things being done by the uh, US government in response to this but publicly there's nothing that really can be done what you're gonna heighten a word of uh, uh, you know in a, a war of words uh, over over this it doesn't achieve anything because you're dealing with uh, such a rogue not just a rogue state but sort of a madman in Kim jong-un. Um, That was the position of the administration. And the Koreans are more practiced with this lake of fire. (laughs) Right. This is is a song they they this is a song the the, the Kim regime really uh, uh, wrote themselves and invented. Uh, Yeah. But so this is notable to me that this was a change Um, in 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 it seems to me a change that the president made um, without uh, without certainly consulting his broader national security team about it or at least saying this it's important and without it's, thinking through the ramifications that's right and making a careful decision um, one also would wonder whether the national security team had written or vetted or even known about the tweets that the president would come out with today which were my first order as president was to renovate and modernize our nuclear arsenal it's now far stronger and more powerful than ever before. Hopefully, we will never have to use this power, but there will never be a time when we are not the most powerful nation in the world. Does the president consult with anyone before making that kind of tweet? Because saber-rattling is one thing, and, and it may not be a bad idea to point out that the nuclear deterrent arsenal is in sound shape in the U.S., right. But that's a very serious business that normally has been something that administrations calculate and calibrate very carefully how you talk about nuclear weapons. This is not something that this administration does. Or I should say, this is not something this president does, right? Calculate, uh, calibrate, uh, try to make sure that it's the right statement that makes sends the right message and doesn't say uh, what you don't want to say, right? Um, there's a comparison in this that, that I think that some people have brought up um, back in 1993, actually uh, 24 years ago, all, not that far off in the same time uh, in his administration, Bill Clinton responded to some ag- aggressive act by uh, Kim Jong-un's father uh, regarding this as sort of as this was really beginning, um, that if North Korea uh, did launch an attack, a nuclear attack, that, of course, the United States would would. Uh, would essentially make sure there would be there would be no North Korea anymore. Um, 
this is so, so, you know, so th- there is a place right for uh, this kind of language and, and to send that kind of message. Clearly, that didn't work in terms of deterring North Korea from developing a nuclear program. Um, but again, subtle difference. But it's a it's a subtle and not so subtle difference. It's a subtle difference in language and not so subtle difference in meaning, which is that. Uh, it, it is it is more than reasonable. It is, in fact, uh, what the United States ought to do if there is an attempt attempted nuclear attack on the United States from North Korea. That's the whole point of nuclear weapons is as a deterrence to that. But you've got to be willing to act on that. And sometimes you've got to say it out loud. A threat, on the other hand, is, is not the same thing. And uh, that's what you're seeing Tillerson walk back in his comments in Asia today. Uh, and um, it's really, I think, where the administration really, truly is. That being said, the president's words carry a lot of meaning, no matter what the intent of it was, what the administration wants to be saying, the president said it. Well, the secretary of state's words I I found to be comforting. (laughs) Americans should sleep well at night. Are you sleeping well? Yeah, no, not really. But that has more to do with my toddler than it has to do with with any of this. But maybe I should be uh, uh, sleeping a little more restlessly. Michael Warren, White House correspondent, senior writer at The Weekly Standard. Thanks for joining us on The Daily Standard podcast. Thanks, Eric. Support for The Daily Standard podcast comes from Simply Safe. A lot of us get excited for summer because it means going on vacation or spending long days at the beach, maybe taking the kids to an amusement park. You know what gets a burglar excited for summer? Knowing that you'll do all those things and leave your house empty. Summer is prime time for burglary. So now is the time to protect your home. For a limited time, you can take $100 off Simply Safe's special summer package. It has everything you need to protect your home an arsenal of security sensors to secure each door and window, a panic button, a blaring siren, and a wireless connection to authorities and police dispatch. Your family, your home, and everything in it stays safe around the clock. With Simply Safe, there are no long-term contracts, no installation costs, and no hidden fees. And 24/7 professional monitoring is just $14.99 a month. This summer, see what Simply Safe can do for your home. Get $100 off your summer security package at Simply Safe. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E. SimplySafe.com/standard. That's it for today's Daily Standard podcast. Be sure to tune in every day. Just go to iTunes or Google Play for a free subscription or go to our website, weeklystandard.com. I'm Eric Felton. Thanks for listening.